Batman. That's my Mario Brothers song. Oh, I'm glad you knew what I was doing. Mom yeah, Batman. I knew what it was. Oh, Batman. Batman. Mario. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Daydreaming at Universal Studios Hollywood, Hollywood. Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, we're glad to have you back. We got a fun one in store. We're going to end up talking about things that we would like to see at Universal Studios Hollywood. And now that can be from other parks around the world, or it can just be in general, something that we'd like to see. Obviously, rides aren't really a thing that you could change up too much because Hollywood doesn't have a lot of room for things like that. But um, we'll get into that in a little bit. We're going to get into some news, first of all. So we went to see a movie last weekend. And um, oh, I guess I should introduce my party here. Got my youngest daughter, Olivia. How you doing? Hello. Hello. And I got Mrs. Day. Hola. The one that keeps us together. And then I've got my oldest daughter, Sophie. How you doing, kiddo? I'm doing good. Aloha. How are you, Mr. Day? I am great. I've been looking forward to doing this one. But what is the movie we went to see? The Mario Brothers. Super, Super Mario, Mario Brothers. Brothers movie. We did. And we're not going to give any spoilers. Don't worry. You don't have to uh, push pause or fast forward. We're going to talk a little bit about it. But before we talk about our, our, you know, what we thought about it, Sophie has some facts that she wanted to talk about the movie and how it did. So first, Elimination and Universal's adaption of the wildly popular Nintendo video game scored the biggest, biggest global debut in history debut 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 Mm -hmm. in history for an animated film among other records broken illuminations the super mario bros movie shattered numerous box office records and a major win for the box office as it continues to level out following the pandemic the super mario bros movie shattered numerous records and it's opening across north america and 70 international markets over the long easter holiday weekend the movie blasted past even the most bullish expectations to earn 204.6 million in its five-day domestic debut april 5th through 9th including 146.4 million for the three-day weekend overseas it pulled in 171 million for an astounding worldwide start of 375.6 million the best showing of the year to date on all fronts that wow it sounds like it did pretty good Mm -hmm. i think they'll do another one well i mean (laughs) sure i think so too i mean obviously how well it did but you know um I think this is great for Universal. This is great for Illumination. And I thought it was a really fun movie. And I will say, I think I think we'll have to watch it again before we ever do a review. And that will come in the future. But I'd like to watch it again. Mm-hmm. And we all kind of just pay attention. And I won't fall asleep <laughs> the next time. <laughs> he fell asleep in the middle of it. <laughs> I did fall asleep. And it wasn't because of the movie. It's just because I'm old. I'm almost 40 now. Well, I think you were overly stimulated that morning with sports, too. <laughs> But overall, um, Chris Pratt, I know that there was so much criticism about him voicing Mario. 
he was terrific. And if you didn't know that it was Chris Pratt, I don't think you would ever. We talked about it afterwards. I don't think you'd even know that was him. The only one for me that I could tell was Jack Black, but these ladies didn't realize that Jack Black was Bowser. See, I um, couldn't tell it was him. No, me neither. My favorite part about this movie, kind of overall, is that it brought me back. I guess the music. The music brought me back to the games that we played before, and it just. Mm-hmm made me think about my brother Glenn and him playing and I would watch him play the games and he'd be so excited. So yeah, overall this movie was super fun, super awesome. Very and, beautiful uh, yeah, and colorful. For sure. I really liked it too. Um, Sophie, did you have any favorite parts about this movie? I think my favorite part was when Mario first met Peach in the beginning of the movie in Toad's Village. Yeah. That was cool. Olivia, how about you? Was I there think, anything? I think my favorite part was was where he was fighting Donkey Kong. Oh yeah. Oh, that was yeah. cool. And Seth Rogen. No, that was cool. He's a fun character for us adults. I don't think you two have had much experience with him, but um, yeah. He's really. in a lot of games too. Is he? Yeah. Huh. Don- Donkey Kong. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But I'm t- we're talking about, the actor. Talking about the actor. We're no, talking about the oh. actor that voiced Donkey Kong. Who is he? Seth Rogen. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Do I know him in anything? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Mrs. Day? He reminds us of our friend Blake, though. Big time. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's something I want to see again. Oh, yeah. I would definitely see again. again. I could oh, see them I, making I could see a it second one, too. too. I, yeah. can make them, I could see them making a second one. Yeah, I especially think with how much... Um, just how much money it got so far. Mm-hmm. I think they'll make another... Okay. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. Let's get into a couple more pieces of news. So Paula has a piece of news that she wants to do because there's been some testing at USH. Oh, so yes. USH tests sound levels for rumored Fast and Furious coaster after neighbors express concerns. Oh, boy. So, in response to growing concerns from neighboring property owners, Universal Studios Hollywood has begun to test sound levels near where a Fast and Furious-themed attraction is rumored to be constructed soon. One guest was able to capture videos as roller coaster sounds and screaming guests could be heard coming from the surrounding speakers. The duo... Behind the Exploring Attractions YouTube and Twitter pages have shared videos of the audio testing near the walkway and escalators connecting the upper lot and lower lot of Universal Studios Hollywood. Rumors have indicated that neighboring communities and members of the nearby Lakeside Country Club are aware of the coaster's development and have raised concerns about the added noise pollution it might contribute. Oh boy. It appears USH is testing the potential seriousness of any noise pollution that will be created by the new attraction before construction begins. Though Fast and Furious is already included at USH as part of the world-famous studio tour, a potential roller coaster based on the franchise has been rumored for a while. Reportedly, the coaster was being planned before COVID-19 caused theme parks to shut down and projects to be delayed. The coaster may... Uh, the coaster may now be back in development. Late last year, concept art leaked for this Fast and Furious ride and was shared by Screamscape.com. According to that report, the work, the working title of the coaster is Fast and Furious Hollywood Drift. 
It would be in the upper lot, descend towards the lower lot, and then come back up. That sounds like it'd be pretty cool. Um, So around the same time that the concept art leaked, Universal filed a permit for a geotechnical study, which examines the soil and foundations and analyzes the potential effects of construction. It is one of the first steps in moving moving forward with a project. As seen in concept art, it would have a similar warehouse design to the Fast and Furious segment of the Tram Tour in Fast and Furious, supercharged in Universal Studios Florida, but a coaster track would go around the building. The ride vehicles would look like racing cars, and they would have a drifting effect, so the cars would individually rotate with the track's curves. Screenscape compared the ride's possible system to that of Harry Potter and the escape from Gringotts in Universal Studios Florida. Gringotts was constructed by, I'm going to say this wrong, in Tamman, in Tamman, who could be constructing the Fast and Furious attraction too. We stated in our first report about the rumor that this Fast and Furious coaster was probably on hold until the completion of Super Nintendo World. Well, Super Nintendo World has now opened at Universal Studios Hollywood, so construction could begin soon on the new coaster. A successful Fast and Furious ride at USH could mean replacing the infamous Fast and Furious supercharged ride in Universal Orlando Resort 2. I'm actually kind of happy about that because I'd rather have like a thrilling roller coaster than just like a bus ride. Well, <laughs> I agree. Uni- well, sure, if you're comparing it, but Universal Studios Hollywood needs like a coaster like this. Like they don't really have anything. Right. So, and that that is going to be one of the things that I say later that I would like to see. But I just showed the girls that concept art that they were talking about. Oh, wow. And man, oh, man, if it's anything like that. That would be straight up incredible. I think it just that they, ends in the sky. Well, no, you can kind of see where I, I'm guessing that would be a part that would just kind of go up and back, maybe. Mm-hmm. And who knows? It's probably not going to look anything like that. But how awesome would that be wow. if you're actually on cars that are kind of rotating? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited about this. I think that that would bring a whole new dynamic. But anyway, yeah, this is real. I mean, it's coming. They. Real. They, it's real. They were testing it. There was definitely sounds. There were some videos that were posted of the sounds, and I think it's cool. I think it's really exciting, and that yeah. park, that park needs it. I do too. I think it'd be awesome. Another thing that just came out today that's not necessarily well, it's not actually related to the parks at all, but I just wanted to share it because we are big Harry Potter fans, and this has been speculated for a while. HBO Max has just announced a Harry Potter television series based on all seven books. It is said to be a 10-year series. Oh, my god! So they are going to recast. It is going to be like the movies, but even more detailed, even obviously different characters. A lot of them are dead, and obviously age-wise. Now... This is going to be cool, but my main thing, and you girls can tell me what you think. My main thing with this was I feel really nervous for the young actor. Well, all the actors really that are going to be coming into play because we love Harry Potter and so many people do so many hundreds of millions of people love Harry Potter and we love the characters that played those original parts. I think if you're someone coming in and 
it's going to be really difficult for them. And I think people are going to be really judgmental um, how oh, they act. Yeah, I agree with you. They're going to be heavily criticized. <clears throat> Excuse um, me, you know. Is it a movie or a series? It's going to be a TV series. series. Hey, yeah. maybe you girls could try out for it. I'm good, yeah. thank you. No? You'd be a good Hermione. I could be a background character. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think that they will definitely be heavily criticized. They will. I mean, I think of myself like watching it and everything. I could see myself. Um, yeah, definitely just really comparing them, each character to Harry and how good they are and everything. So uh, that's a lot of pressure, I think. I still don't know what to think of this TV series. I mean, the, I'm surprised they're touching it because the movies were so great. The acting was so great the characters we love. I'm just surprised that they're going to try to recreate it. Um, good luck to them, though. I guess it's something that we can watch again. Oh, yeah, definitely. I, It'll be interesting to check I'd for out. sure watch it. I just don't know. It's going to be interesting. It, mm-hmm. Interesting for sure. So we have one more piece of news that Miss Olivia is going to talk about. Now, this isn't at USH, but there's a reason that I wanted to talk about it. And this is uh, over at Islands of Adventure in Orlando. Um, Universal Orlando will permanently close its Poseidon's Fury attraction in May. the The resort is the resort conferred Tuesday. The attraction, located in the Lost um, con- Continent Continent section of Islands of Adventure, will have its final day of operation on May 9th as it prepares for exciting new experiences. Poseidon's Ferry opens in opened in 1999. The walkthrough attraction takes visitors through the temple of Poseidon. Poseidon. Um, lead lead by an art Architect? Archaeologist? Archaeologist. Archaeologist. Um, guide. <laughs> um, visitor make their way through the ancient ru- ruins. ruins before encountering a battle between Poseidon and Lord Darkenon. The show features special effects, including lasers, projections, and a water tunnel. The attraction reopened in March of 2022 after a nearly two-year closure. During the closure, the long-running attraction underwent a lengthy refurbishment that included... Repainting the rebuildings, I mean the buildings, exterior, exterior, and refreshing the entrance sign. Universal has not said what will the what will replace Poseidon's Fury. Yeah, kind of sad. It is sad. They had just finished that one. They had just finished that refurbishment. what does Poseidon's Fury have in it again? So that was the show that was inside. Um, so you have 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Outside, and then you go inside, and you go from section to section. You have the guide. Really cool show. I thought it was really awesome. But the the coolest part may have been the very beginning, that big water tunnel. Mm -hmm. That was neat. Oh, yeah, that was really cool. The reason I brought this up was because my first thought when I see some of these rides that are closing, like this one, it's an old one, it's out of date, and, and that happens in parks. You know that these rides aren't going to stay there forever unless it's E.T. or now Harry Potter, you know, something related or something like that. You think E.T. will stay? <clears throat> yeah, I think people would be so mad if E.T. ever left Orlando. Oh, I would be very mad, but like, I think it's getting old and people might want to replace it with something. I'm sure there are people, but then there's the people that go there every day. There's the annual pass holders that love that ride. And Steven Spielberg loves that ride. I don't see that ride going anywhere. I don't know why they need to take it out, but that's just a side note. But Yeah, I love that one. What I saw this news and then my first thought was, okay, well, you know, they'll replace it with something new. And that was my first initial thought. And then I started seeing some comments um, from social media from some team members. And, you know, they were making comments about how the sad they were. And specifically, they were sad because what we don't think about from the outside looking in is that there are people that have jobs and they're actors in these areas. And whenever they close down one of these rides, those actors, those people lose their jobs. Mm -hmm. They have to find a new job. Yeah. And they don't know if they could get a job back in the park. Exactly, and I think that that's why we need to be really, um, I don't know what the right word is, but we just need to be more caring, I guess, about when these things close down that people might be losing their jobs or have to look for something else. And they've been used to doing that that role for a long time, possibly. So Yeah, maybe just show them some compassion. and Sometimes it's sad. Yeah. Especially if they actually really liked that job and then they just have to quit it because they're replacing it. Mm -hmm. Like, that's sad. Are you losing your voice? Kind of. <laughs> That'd be a super fun job to do something like that, though. I think. It would. I love it. Because then you just imagine see... you up there doing. Oh, I totally see you doing that. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Poseidon. Oh, man. I just love that so much. <laughs> That'd be so cool. Doing it time after time after time, though, do you think? I don't know. Because, you know, you're seeing people that have never been there before, and that's what you got to kind of think. It's kind of like a. A musician an entertainer that goes up and of course they're singing their same songs every That's time true. but you're seeing people that are you know they're there for their first time mm -hmm. and they're excited to see you and they don't know what's coming so yeah <laughs> that's a good way yeah, to think of it true. okay that's all we got for news so let's get into what we're actually this episode's about which was like i said these are things that um and i got a list together and you girls can just kind of tell me and if you think of anything along the ways too that you would like to have but you can just talk about some things, but these are things that I would like to see at, oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't know if that was a burp or a fart or what it was. <laughs> that was my hand. <laughs> okay, the first thing that came to my mind, I was looking at some of the other parks, and, and like I said earlier, of course we would like some of the rides that are at some of the other parks. I mean, the Velocicoaster Hagrid's would be awesome. There's not room for that, so that's kind of unrealistic. And this is something I was thinking, this would be in CityWalk. 
I would like there to be uh, a little tasting room or restaurant in City Walk that would have all the drinks that you can get in the parks. So I know they'll never do this. Hmm. This is nothing that I've seen before, but and obviously they would never do butter beer. But how awesome would it be if you could go on City Walk? You could get all the butter beers. You could get all the beers from Jurassic World and those drinks. You could get all the Simpsons drinks all in one spot. That'd be really cool. Yeah, like a taste test. Yeah. A little sample, and it could be just like, you know, when you get your little your little paddles of beer samples or whatever. It could be something small like that just to get a little tasting. I mean, they'd still charge you. They could still charge you a small fee for it. But then you could really figure out, okay, I definitely want to go get this butter beer or whatever. That's yeah. an interesting thought. I would have never thought of that. You're welcome. <laughs> okay. Something else that I would like to see. This is a big one. My favorite part about one of my favorite parts about the perks of Orlando is they have hotels that are premier hotels that come with express pass. Mm -hmm. So at Universal Studios Hollywood, I would like to see some of these hotels come with express passes. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. I agree. Yeah. I agree, I agree. Because right now, the only thing that it is is you buy the Express Pass and it's an extra 229 249 The hotels, I mean, we've stayed close and we've spent an arm and a leg and they are universal partner hotels, but they don't come with any perks. You know, that is one of the cool things that I would like to see. Yeah, because you're spending a ton of money, you know, so it'd be kind of nice to have a little bit of a break and yeah because like in orlando they actually have the express passes mm -hmm. and it's just really nice because the hotel by it comes with express passes it also comes with early entry into the park yeah that's huge right there as so. we have learned it's worth getting there 30 minutes early yeah okay another thing that i think i would like to see at universal studios hollywood I think some more festivals would be cool. So Disney. Like parades? Well, or is that different? we're, we're going to get to that. Okay, sorry. After this, but festivals, like Disney has one in particular, and me and your mom did this one before you girls were born back in uh, Disney World. Ooh, it's Epcot. a food and wine festival. I think that Hollywood could do more things like this now. I will say there is a reason they probably don't do these because they're already so packed anyway. I mean, yeah. especially right now, they're already bringing in so many people. They don't need to have these festivals, but right. food and wine festivals are awesome to be able to go to the park and just try out different things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that too. <laughs> but in kind of talking about that, another thing that I was going to say is parades. I think that we've had a discussion in the past about that I liked parades, and you're all shocked. Yeah. Um, but parades are kind of a staple at, once again, Disney. And a lot of people love it. And I think that it could be something really, really fun at this park. Um, Sophie, can you tell me a little bit about maybe some of the last time there was a parade at Universal Studios Hollywood? Yeah. For Universal Studios Hollywood, the history of a full-fledged parade has always been something the mar 
the park has wanted to bring to the guest experience in California. The challenge for Hollywood has always been rooted in its past and how the property has grown over time. As the theme park element made its debut for Universal with the studio tour, Universal saw the need to expand its property as crowds were constantly increasing. In 2003, Universal Studios Hollywood attempted to try their hand anyway and created a holiday parade. The parade route would travel throughout the entire entertainment center, a.k.a. the upper lot. The parade would have a specified route which would allow guests to find a favorite spot on the side of the theme park streets. Inspired by the 12 days of Christmas, the parade would approximately named on the 12 days of Christmas Universal gave to me. Each float or moving vehicle was themed to a different day leading up to Christmas. The floats were as follows. There was 11 deep sea adventures, SpongeBob SquarePants, and Patrick. There was Beethoven Dog. Um, there was 10 feet of Reptar, Tommy Pickles, Chucky, an inflatable reptar. There was nine best pictures with Marilyn Monroe driving a vehicle highlighting nine different universal best picture winners. Seven scary monsters. Beetlejuice riding atop a hearse with the bride of Frankenstein driving the vehicle. A static invisible man and creature from the Black Lagoon. There were six superheroes, Green Goblin, Spider-Man. Wait, is Green Goblin a superhero? Sounds like it. I he's thought a, he was a bad guy. Yeah, he's a villain. Spider-Man, Captain America, Wolverine, Storm, and Doctor Doom. Fi- there was five live cartoons, Curious George, Crash Bandicoot, Woody Woodpecker, Chilly Willy, and Angelica from Rugrats. Angelica. Ooh, Rugrats. 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 I forgot about Rugrats. What was the other one? Chili Willy? Chili Willy. I don't know who Chili Willy What's is. Chili Willy. Oh. <laughs> there were four stars from Shrek Fiona, Shrek, Donkey, and a puppet dragon. There were three stars from Dora the Explorer. It doesn't say. And two cars from Too Fast, Too Furious film. Driving actors portraying Paul Walker and Tyrese Gibson. And there is one cat in the hat. One of the rare events where this character has been seen at Universal Studios Hollywood. And lastly, Santa and one of his reindeer. The parade route began at the Fire Road entrance near Waterworld. Turn left onto Baker Street near the Blues Brothers stage past Terminator 2 3D. Right turn onto French Street as it continued past Animal Planet Live. Enter the Back to the Future Courtyard with a very tight turning area between the Trams Central gift shop and Doc Brown's Chicken. The parade would turn right to make its way back to where it began at Waterworld. So, Chilly Willy. He was a cartoon character. He was a... Penguin? He was a penguin. Mm-hmm. He was developed in 1953. Oh, that's old. There's your chilly willy. That's uh, right up your alley. You love penguins. So, along with the parades, here's another thing that I think that they should be doing. They should be doing Mardi Gras. Oh, what is that? that? What's that? 
So we were actually there in 2021, and Mardi Gras is where they are dressed up as, um, you know, they've got purple and gold and lots of, um, uh, they've got like cool hats on and then they throw beads and then there's parades and this is a big staple this is actually going on right now in orlando um i think this is something that they could do and i know a lot of people say there's not a lot of room but like i said in 2021 when we were in orlando it was right after the pandemic and they had the floats so they have those floats that they're on and everybody's dressed up in their cool outfits and stuff and mom can show you some pictures of what mardi gras kind of looks like but aren't there like masks and sure. stuff yep. too yep and so they were stationary when we were there i know there's not a lot of room but they could be stationary too and they could be playing music and they could be having so the part of Mardi Gras that's really cool in Orlando is they have different food carts that you go to. So you'll mm-hmm. buy and then you go around to these food carts and you can try different foods and you can try different drinks. I think this is this would be something that I, I don't really understand why they don't do it at Universal Studios Hollywood, but I think Mardi Gras would be a, a great thing to have. As far as the parades goes, once again, I know that there's not a lot of room like there is in Orlando, but... Here was my thought, and you girls tell me if I'm crazy, and maybe people wouldn't like this, but you have the whole back lot. You you have the studio tour. What if you shut down the studio tour for an hour, and you allowed people to be down there, and you had a Mardi Gras parade? Oh, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. That's a great idea. And we could catch some beads. I guess some beads. <laughs> So, yeah, um, I didn't we like see that. a parade when we were in Orlando um, last time we were there? So and we it was did. like yeah. Secret Life of Pets. Mm-hmm. And it was like a bunch of different themes that just kind of randomly came through. I saw yep. Shrek and Gingy. And they shut yeah, down sure. that parade. Actually, they closed that down a week after we got back. Why? Never done it again. Um, that just wasn't a very popular parade. I mean, that one just kind of stayed in one particular area, mm-hmm. you know, just did that little loop. Mm-hmm. But I think that Universal Studios Hollywood could do a pretty good loop of a parade. I think it could be pretty awesome. Yeah, I agree. Here's another thing that I would like to see come to the park. They did this pre-pandemic, and I think this would be something really, really fun that our family could do, is they could have a... 5k or a 10k race oh yeah i've seen that advertised before online um yeah just races like that through the parks do they not do that at all anymore they haven't done it since the pandemic they used to do them in the back lot i was like how awesome would that be to be able to run through there what Mm -hmm. about like florida or like runs through i i think they haven't done it either so once again disney um, has always done a good job on their fun runs and their 5Ks and their 10Ks. And I think that's a terrific way to get people to experience the park in a different way. And also... And to get moving. Yeah. <laughs> and you get a medal. And I, I would love to be able to I think to that would be a really parks. cool experience. It would be hard. It would. I feel like it would make the run go by quick because you'd just be looking around at all the scenery and it would just be a completely different experience than just running through your neighborhood or, or running through Definitely. town or something. I mean, it's... Yeah. I, think, I get what you mean. I think exciting. I might, like, walk just so <laughs> I can see. <laughs> Take my time. Yeah. 
Well, that defeats the purpose. <laughs> okay, moving on. Obviously, we'll see if they, you know what we'll see if Universal listens to our tiny podcast <laughs> and if they make any of these changes. I know um, on the UUOP podcast. They say stuff like this and things get changed. That's pretty cool. Yeah, they're definitely listening. Um, but that's a huge podcast that's been around for a long time. But whenever they talk on that podcast, Universal's listening. And a lot of times they make changes. So the next thing, so in Universal Japan, and we talked about this a few episodes ago, they have a where you can meet a hippogriff and a niffler. I would like to see that at this park. Sophie, oh, yeah. when we got to see... The Velociraptor. Uh, when we got to see Blue, I thought that was really cool. And the Transformers mm-hmm. is really cool. Mm-hmm. I would love to be able to, in Hogsmeade, see a hippogriff. Whoa, a hippogriff. That would be huge. Just like the Transformers. The Transformers guy was huge. He looked so realistic, too. Like, he that did. was really cool. Blue wasn't as realistic, but like, it that was, was like, pretty impressive. He was, he was taller, though. That was pretty impressive, though. Yeah, I agree. Some of the stuff I'd like to be in Hollywood is like the Velocicoaster from Orlando. Because mm-hmm. the Velocicoaster, it's more like a thrilling ride, and it just goes really fast. And then the music plays. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think I've only gotten to ride that one one time. I think you wrote it twice. I, I don't know. Just one time. I didn't I get to ride it yet. I really want this to be in Hollywood. Um, I want Diagon Alley to be in Hollywood <laughs> with like the flourishing blots and the Gringotts and all the stores and the butterbeer stands and the shows. I'd love all of that to be there. So since we're on that, that was going to be my last thing that I was going to say was Diagon Alley. Um, I'll, I'll have a couple more, but that was going to be what I talked about last But here's the thing with Diagon Alley. Of course, we'd like to see that, and we know that that would bring a whole new element to Hollywood. But what do you think would have to be replaced in order for this to happen? Um, Where do you think that it would fit in best? The Simpsons? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I think this... Is that what's going to... Do you think they're going to put that there? Is that what they're planning to happen? There's no room... I mean, there's rumors of that happening, but... um, There's nothing. It makes sense, though, doesn't it? It oh, makes sense 100%. because yeah. you could have the Hogwarts Express. And like we've said many times, we love the Simpsons. We love that land. But if you're going to replace it, which they're going to have to, I think, unless they can figure something out with the Marvel on the East Coast, um, Diagon Alley would be amazing. We have got mm-hmm. to experience Diagon Alley twice. We should just try to... Um Call them and say, hey, you should put Diagon Alley where the Simpsons is. Well, I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think you're you right, could, Olivia. You could write a letter I think, or an email. No, I think th- I think Universal is listening to us right now. <laughs> I think they're going to hear this. Here's the thing I think about if you do Diagon Alley, though. If they replace the Simpsons with Diagon Alley, you're talking years of nothing being there. Mm-hmm. That's a big land. You're going to have nothing but construction walls when you walk past that. Yes, it would yeah, be worth it. Yeah, that's the the downer. I mean, no matter what they put, well, I would don't I think go back until it's be... ready again. Yeah, that's right? what I was. That's what I was gonna say. I would. I would rather just not go. Like if we went once, and then like a couple years later, we went and it was ready. Mm, I, I don't know if I do that. I'd still continue on. I have a better idea. Maybe. I think what they should do is back behind. I I don't know the exact 
um, dimensions of this, but back behind where they built Super Mario World, tear down some more of the old stages and put Diagon Alley down there and have Hogwarts Express go up into Hogsmeade hmm. instead of getting rid of Simpsons. But that's That'd a pipe dream. That'd be hard because <laughs> of like the elevators. There's so many of them and that goes down. You're talking about the escalators. Doesn't it? The escalators. Sorry, not the elevators. Uh, they could do it because did you ever see when we were at Orlando and we were at the lagoon and you could you could see the Hogwarts Express? Like it was up on a platform. You could kind of see it when it was crossing. Mm. Did you I ever notice that? No. They can do magic. It's pretty amazing what they can do. Yeah, I think it's all. I think we all want to see Diagon Alley there. Mm-hmm. I think they would bring a lot to that park. All right, I got a few more. There, right now, there's just not very many shows to see at Hollywood. You know, they just took out two for the future coaster. And there are two shows that I loved in, um, in Orlando that I would love to see. I think one I know one you're going to say. What am I going to say? The um, horror, the horror makeup the, show. Yeah, the and I think you're going to say Born Stuntacular. Those are the two shows I would oh, like to see. That's what I was going to do. Dang it. Yeah, I would love to see those two shows come to Hollywood. Those are fantastic you shows. I loved the, ha- the horror show. I, it would, I want the, me and Sophie want the knife. Me and Sophie want the um knife. Pl- the fake knife. Oh, I forgot all about that. I want to get that for my birthday still. <laughs> How did you forget about that? That made me nauseous. <laughs> I yeah. know, that's I the cool queasy. part. I felt queasy. I was hoping I wouldn't pass out. So did I. I was like, what is happening? I do hope in the future, once this park gets done with the Fast and the Furious coaster and whatever they're going to do with the Simpsons land, that they do put some more shows back in. It, it's not, it shouldn't really be a matter of space because they have sound stages. I don't know why you couldn't make, and maybe I'm just an idiot. I don't know why you couldn't make some of those sound stages into the Bourne Stuntacular. I get what you're saying. Right? It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, the Bourne, the Bourne one is pretty cool. Do you have more? Or is that I it? have one more, and this is kind of a obvious statement. They need more coasters there. Like, they need more big coasters. I agree with that, too. Space. Mr. Like, Rip Ride Space. or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And I think that that, hopefully, when they build the Fast and the Furious, if that's really what it is, I think I hope that they really do it right. Because I think that that would at least be one big coaster. Because right now, they just don't have enough big coasters. And I know it's a space thing. But I think it would be cool if yeah. they had it, too. Because, like, it could be this car that you're in. And then they sh- like it's like a door that you go in, and then it's like a real car, mm-hmm. and then but you can still see, and it's like a roller coaster. I, I think that's probably what they're gonna do. Yeah, that really would cool. be really cool. Um, some of my other ones I have, I like like the Ripsaw Falls. Oh yeah, that's, I'd want that's that that's like a water. Ride. I was All gonna say the water ride. rides. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know about Jurassic Park because they already have the Jurassic Worlds. But that's but really like, all I have. The ri- I like the Repsol Falls and the Dunbart thingies where you're on this like raft thing. Pluto's bilge rat barges. Yeah. I like that one too because you're on like this that, wood thing that and one. it just spins you. And oh, yeah. I like the other one the best when you're like, the on the Repsol Falls. Yeah. I love that one the most. But um, I'd also want a Mythos for a restaurant because the Mythos in Orlando. It was so good. We yeah. went there for dinner in the parks, and it was really good. 
Yeah. Can we just go there for dinner this weekend? Do you think we could arrange that? No. <laughs> if anybody wants to fly us out there on their private jet, that's a good one. Mythos is a good one. Mm-hmm. I have another restaurant. I like cowfish. I liked cowfish. Oh, yeah. And you cowfish. guys don't, I don't think you guys like this cowfish as much. Is that the sushi one? Yeah. I really like the sushi. I liked um, the sushi and I loved the burgushi. The last time we went there, there was um, that milkshake that we got. Oh, that was bomb. It was so so good. good. (laughs) That was amazing. Mm -hmm. Like the best milkshake. Was it Oreo that you got? No, I think it was more like a coffee. No, it was like a chocolate Oreo one. Yeah. I feel like it was chocolate Oreo. Maybe. It was was, delicious. It was like, was Like, like chocolate. We could not stop drinking it. Another ride I wish that they had. I don't know if they will, but I really want Haggard's, the no. motorbike. I don't know. How, that I mean, one, I don't know to, how they'd fit that. Yeah, it'd be impossible unless they tore down more. Like, they'd have to tor- tear down, like, two or three rides just to put that one there. But it, I think that'd be cool. It is a great ride. I agree. Cowfish would be great in CityWalk. Maybe they'll do that someday. Mythos, would you want that in oh. CityWalk or would you want that in the park? Just I there. want that in the park still <laughs> because then we could just go over there for lunch or something. Yeah. Instead of having to go out of the park to go get lunch. I don't think there's enough room in the park for it though. Mm, I know, they would but have if to they take have, out. Like, they'd more have space, to take out. They'd have don't. to take out one of the other restaurants. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying if they did have more space. I have an idea. Yeah. All right. I just thought of something that sounds really good right now. What? Um, I don't remember the exact name of it, but it was the crepe stand. Yeah. Central I Park. was oh going to say that. So oh, Central Park sorry. crepes. Oh my gosh. They have a sweet thing. and savory one. There is a crepe restaurant in City Walk. We just didn't try it last time. Yeah. Who knows? Tried it. Maybe it is good, but yes, Central Park crepes inside the park, I think would be awesome. And there's room for that because it's just a yeah, tiny it's little just trailer. just a tiny little something in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Like a food tiny cart, little, like half right. of the size of a food cart. I mean, it's not very big, but we had the brisket crepe, and what was the sweet one that It was Sophie a Nutella. Got? Oh, it was a Nutella. It, was like a, it, it tasted terrible. I thought it was um like Oreo. Um, or, no, no, it was a Nutella one. It, it was, was strawberry. Yeah, it was. I think it was. No, it was cookies and cream. That yeah. Was that one too. Oh, yes. yeah. It, Nutella was okay. It that was really rich, but I think the savory ones were a lot better because I had um, a brisket. The brisket, and then what I was think the ve- I, was it a vegan one? No, I think it was like a chicken one. That was the, either way. They were so good. I like the savory ones better. The brisket one was. I didn't try oh, the savory ones. Awesome. You didn't try that. You tried the no. brisket one. No, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You took like a small bite. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, I'd also like to. I know they're getting rid of this, but talking about Poseidon's Fury, I'd want that in Hollywood because I really liked how like how good the actors were and I liked how I really liked the waves and how you could walk through it. I liked how like you could see the water above you. Oh, walking through the tunnel. And it was really hot there. Mm-hmm. And it was really hot there um, when we went. And so it felt good because I could find, kind of feel the mist on me. Yeah, that's yeah. what's cool. We and like the water like rides. it's just like cool in there. So it like, like it's not really super hot. Water rides. Well, they have Super Silly Funland, but that's geared more towards some younger kids. But if you really needed to cool off, you would go in Super Silly Funland. I know. We just didn't really even go in there, other than I went to the you, bathroom. Yeah, you had to yeah. run through <laughs> it because you had to go to the bathroom. Yep. Wasn't that in Hollywood, though? Yeah, that's what yeah. we're talking about here, kid. I know. So, no. anything else My that you can think of? My last one. My last mm-hmm. one. 
is for a hotel, I'd want Hard Rock Hotel. That one was really nice. I'd want to have the kitchen ready, though. Like, inside the Hard Rock. The, the kitchen, the kitchen. restaurant um, is in there. And you could do, like, this food th- contest. And you have a certain amount of time. I think it was, like, 40 minutes. No, it was 30. To eat the burger. and Yeah, to eat a whole burger. with f- A cheeseburger with fries. And a whole, like, ice cream cake or something. That's a lot of and, food. Um, so you want to do that challenge. The pool was really cool. There was actually a water slide that you could climb up to, too. Remember that? The hard rock? Mm-hmm. Of course. If you didn't climb. You just, like, walked up the stairs to it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah you climbed up the stairs. If we're going to talk about a hotel that we would love to see in Hollywood, how about a Harry Potter-themed hotel? Yeah, I know, yeah, but that, that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. Let's stay yeah, at Hogwarts. No, it costs, no, like, 10000 itself. No, they should just um make it, like, we um should pretend that we're, like, we should dress up as, like, um celebrities and we can just get it for free (laughs) is that what happens for celebrities they just get stuff for free we could ask (laughs) you're cute enough you could just ask anyway i don't think that's how it works olivia (laughs) or just run and just book a flight and then run in the hotel terrific idea i love your ideas they're yeah that doesn't work (laughs) any other thoughts family things you'd like to see Nope, I, nope. I said all of the mine. <laughs> you had quite a few. I'm impressed. <gasps> okay, so ways you can support <laughs> this podcast. Please do not fast forward or end this yet. So definitely, um, one way you can support us is by becoming a VIP member. We are getting ready to record one of our VIP exclusive episodes. We're going to be doing that once a month for our VIP. So if you are interested in joining that group and supporting us, and you can um, you can DM us through our Facebook site, or you can email us at daydreamingofush at gmail.com. The other way you can support this podcast is you can book a trip to one of these great locations at Universal or Disney or you can book a cruise. Because he's been a travel some agent. Awesome ones. Yep. And they can find me at Chad Day at portkeyvacations.com. Yeah. So that's it. I think we're done. Olivia, do you have any last words? Anything you want to say to our fans and our listeners of the show? Um be a VIP. <laughs> Mrs. Day, you got anything for us? Uh, no, just thank you, everyone, for listening. Continue to listen. I have to share real quick that Sophie and Olivia are wearing these super comfy-looking, cozies, uh, Harry Potter-themed. Uh, they just... I, I feel like I need one. I think you and I need some, like, comfy, cozy onesies. Daddy, thank warm. you, Daddy. Please support us. Daddy should get the one that I have, and you should get the one that Sophie has. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I just want to say thank you and please support us. We'd really appreciate that. Yeah, give us a five-star rating. That'd be cool. Yes. All right. Thank you guys again. Thank you. Appreciate you.